Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. It's good to be with you on a gorgeous Tuesday oh. afternoon. I just, Sam, uh, Sam, Dan, what did you say the current temperature was? It is 90. 67 yeah, here. I just stepped outside. It is picture perfect. There's not a breeze. Okay. It is perfect. One of the news websites. One of the news websites says that it is 20 degrees warmer than average today here. Like, yeah. I was just scrolling around. This is 20 degrees warmer than it should be, but I think we get to live in this space for, like, another week. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully it just goes down just a little bit because once happy spring, Dana, emerges like the groundhog, I don't like going back. I get very bitchy if we have to go back. We've been up and down for weeks yeah. now. Is this fake 12th spring? What do we call this, I think, Sam? I think we're on second spring. This would be second first faux spring. Second <laughs> first faux spring. Yeah. Got right. it. So we got we got no. second winter over I, the weekend. I actually, I actually have some of the uh, plants in my yard coming up. Uh, tell them to go back down. It's too soon. I know. Cover them up because if it gets cold again, they're going to die. Well, looking at the long range, and it could change, I don't know if we're going to really drop down again. Fine, fine by Hi. me. I mean, until so it snows on May 3rd. Stop it. I mean, Sam, that's happened before. It. We will not have that talk. Fine by this me. We're having a blizzard in April and May. All right. What are all of the things that our grandparents did that old people did that we do not do anymore and i'm going to give you one example a barometer now you go churn butter uh write checks roll down their windows dial their phone okay smoke that's a good one uh let me ask you this with our generation and beyond wear ties is the safe deposit box a thing of the past oh yeah I've, i've i've never had one sort of an old person thing right my dad's got one um well, it's a place to keep your deeds and your jewelry. Okay. What? Well, now Dan's on to something, but... Why wouldn't you just wear your jewelry? Right? Well, if it's an heirloom... But why do we have to keep our deed? Why do we have to keep our deeds in a safe deposit box? Now, in this electronic age of everything, the mortgage has a copy of your deed. It's always good to have a paper trail and have your own lockbox, a firebox. Okay. So, at the least. Dan, Dan, do you have a safe deposit box? I do not have a safe deposit box. I am box. shocked. But I do have a fireproof. Okay. There's a reason boxes. I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, I'm fascinated by the two keys. You know, it always seems very, very mysterious where you go in with the key, and then in the movies, they have a key, and then you have to do your key while they do their key. And then you stare at them like, don't you look at me when I'm opening 
my very private things in here. Please exit the room. Please exit. And then the lady exits, and then you're just in this little room alone, and it's usually a passport because you're skipping town. It's you and your murder weapon. You killed somebody, right? Wiping the blood off the revolver. Right. In my dreams, it's always something like nefarious going on with the safe deposit box. However, a KCK woman says she has a warning (laughs) after her safe deposit box disappeared from her bank. From Fox 4. You would think that safe deposit boxes would be, I don't know, safe. A safe place to keep your valuables. But a Kansas woman says she no longer believes that after her safe deposit box went missing from the bank she kept it for years. Quoting here from Sandra Owens, to Dan's point, the deed to my house, the title to my car, my birth certificate. Recalling just some of the important documents she had stored in her safe deposit box. She never gave those documents another thought until this past December when she got a letter from her bank informing her that the branch where her safe deposit box was located had closed and her box had been moved to a new location, and that's where the problem starts. Days after receiving the letter, Owens paid a visit to the new location to check out her box, and they told her, and I quote, your entire box is missing. The bank employee suggested Owens might have taken the box. Oh, no. Maybe you came in and got your box and don't remember, they said to her. She says, I'm old, but I can remember if I came in and got my safe deposit box, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you can't just take out of the bank. I don't believe you can just walk Why are they all so long and slender? Why aren't they more cubical? It's so you You can can store rolled up declarations of independence and things like that. Mm -hmm. Have you not seen, uh, uh, what's that movie? With With Tom Hanks. National Treasure. Okay, fine. Uh, that was Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Upset that all of her personal documents appeared to have vanished, Owens called her sister, who drove down to the bank to try and help, to no avail. Then they called uh, problem solvers. Uh, here we go. I have 11 cases going on in my office, quoting here from Dave McGuinn, where similar things have happened. Dave McGuinn is the president of safe deposit specialists. He's not surprised. <laughs> McGuinn, a former banker, now trains banks on how to manage and protect safe deposit boxes. He says there are some institutions that do a pretty bad job putting both the customer and the bank at risk. Um, He says one of the reasons many big banks are getting out of the safe deposit box business. Is because old people are dying? because old people are dying. (laughs) Because banks are dying? Uh, Listen to this. Watch your mouth. Bank Behemoth Chase Bank recently stopped offering safe deposit boxes at its 5,700 branches. There are two things in this world that I've neither used nor do I understand the use of. Safe deposit boxes. Because you're right, Dan, you can put the title or the deed to your home in the safe deposit box. You know where else you can find it? At the lender you paid off! You know where else? Or in a safe in your own home. You can keep your birth certificate online. I can keep a physical copy, and, and I do. But when she said my birth certificate was in the safe deposit box, I thought, what a PIA that every time you need your birth certificate for any reason, you've got to go down and do the little <clears throat> key dance with Marge at the bank. The other thing I can't understand why people use is storage lockers or facilities. Units? Where junk yes. goes oh, that's to a, die. Uh, that's a multi-trillion I, dollar industry because we have crap coming out of our ears. If you are storing stuff in a storage unit, right. you clearly don't need it. Right. That's my parents. That is a topic for another day. I need you to focus. Two keys, skinny little rectangle thing. When does this thing die and what do you keep in the box? I think it's already dying. You know, in this digital age, all of this stuff is already on 
the internet. I can't believe more banks Digital like Chase files. aren't saying we're However, not doing it anymore. These things can get deleted, and it's always good to have a paper backup of your birth certificate, your parents' birth certificate. We all, we all, all keep those things. things in our house. I mean, let's be honest. It is a fraction of a fraction of houses that get that burn to the ground every single year. Or hit by a tornado. Yeah. And a firebox should theoretically, if you keep the firebox mm-hmm. in a safe place in the basement, should be fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, a firebox in any, anywhere in the house should be fine. Yeah, if it burns up, it's not a very It'll fall down to the basement eventually if it's on fire. I'm just saying, I don't understand why we still have these, and I'm sorry that hers was lost. Um, The bank manager ended up finding it the next day. Miss Owens got her bank. Well, so what happened was, you see what happened was, they they closed the branch that her deposit box was at. Right. And they said they moved it to the other one, and they never moved it. It was still at the previous branch, the empty building. Telephone miscommunication. T- telephone number here is 913-586-7798. Uh, the Hustle wrote about this about a year ago. The quiet disappearance of the safe deposit box, once revered as the safest way to store physical valuables, safe deposit boxes are now being phased out by a ton of major banks, and the move is already starting to backfire. I mean, these fireboxes and lockboxes have not been available for six decades They've only been available for the past few decades, and now they're much more affordable. So now you don't well, have I, I don't to even go to know. I don't bank. even know what one costs. 30, 40, 50, 60 bucks? A month? bucks? A for month a fire or a year? Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about a safe deposit oh, box. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. I don't even know what they cost. In March of 1861, the safe deposit box was born. I'll tell you about that when we get back and why it was born back then and why I still don't think we need them today. 913-586-7798. We'll get to the calls here in just a second. Uh, There's a reason we're playing the Beatles. Four interconnected movies about the Beatles, each focusing on a different member of the band, will be hitting theaters starting in 2027, according to Sony and Apple, uh, which is the Beatles media company. Sam Mendes, the ambitious director of 1917 and Skyfall, will helm the entire magical mystery tour of biopics that will explore the lives of John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. Wow. Each member of the band gets their own movie. Uh, this falls in line with Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. the Elton John movie, Rocket Man. Incredible. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, by the way, raking in $910 million. The Bob Marley biopic that Cannot opened, wait to see that. Uh, we're going this weekend. I can't wait to see it either. Uh, on its opening weekend, made $81 million. The, the musical biopic is huge. Yep. And four different Beatles biopics coming out in 2027. Let's go to Kelly in Overland Park. Kelly, good afternoon. Hello. Well, hi. I really enjoy your show. You guys are always good for a laugh, and I mean that in a very positive way. Thank you. Not a derogatory way, but a very positive way. Really enjoy the show. Thank you very much. It's a high compliment. Well, it was meant as such. If you all banked where I bank, you absolutely could walk out of the bank with your safe deposit box, and nobody working there would be the wiser. Um, Put it down your pants? Well, no, it just, you know, people bring in duffel bags and stuff to take home whatever they've got in their box. So it's not unusual. But um, I think they did it, too, because 
fewer employees. They don't want people standing around waiting and getting irritated because they have to wait for a teller to free up in order to lock their box away. But their process has changed. When you walk into the vault with an employee, you both use your keys, open the door, you take out your box. You have um, to type in the nuclear code? It's just about, you feel like it, don't you? Um, You both, you know, use your keys, you pull out your box, the employee then turns the key on their lock without shutting the door, turns the key and pulls it out. My key is left hanging in the, uh, in, in my lock. I go in the little room, do whatever I need to do, come out. I don't need to see another employee. I go walk back in the vault by myself, slide the box back in the slot, then I shut the door, turn my lock, pull it out, and that locks, and that locks it. It's all very but mysterious, I Kelly. See, I never see another, never have to deal with another employee, um, which makes me thinking now that I hear this story, I might just say, hey, I would prefer that you leave your key in there and I'll just wait for somebody to, yeah. you know, get me out Kelly, here when I'm done. Kelly, have you ever said to another customer, I'll show you what's in my box if you show me what's in yours? <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think those words have ever been said. <laughs> no, but you know, there have been a few interesting looking people that I've kind it's, of wondered, you know, very, what are they going in there it's for? Very you know? mysterious. Very mysterious. Do you think it's illegal? I think that sometimes what's going on in that little back room, it's like that little back room where we used to go get VHS tapes, and there was always that little back room, and a weirdo guys would go back there. Where you, you had to go through the yeah, beaded. the little beaded, and you didn't know what was going on back there, but you knew it was dirty. We knew what was going on back I there. I didn't as a child. I was like, what are those guys doing back there? If I don't you know. you went through the beaded walkway. Yeah, the family video, wink, wink. Hollywood video. So weird. Go behind the beads if you want to see the good stuff. All right. The Civil War was just days away when a New York businessman named Francis Jenks stumbled on an idea that would change the face of the banking industry. It was March of 1861. He was on a trip to England. He was the moneyed son of a Harvard professor and began to wonder what he was supposed to do with his valuables while he was out of town. He decided to create a company that would store items for New York's, quote, fashionable inhabitants. Who wanted to say, I don't know, go to Europe for the summer? Rather than worry about burglaries, he suggested that the urban elite store their books, wills, jewelry, tea sets, and silver with him. He opened a gigantic marble building in lower Manhattan, complete with a thick steel vault. And in this photo, it looks exactly like the safe deposit rooms of today. He offered 500 safe deposit boxes to customers. And that's where the safe deposit industry began. And yes... He is the one who required two keys to unlock the box. I'm assuming safe deposit boxes are fireproof. Otherwise, what's the point in yeah, getting one? They're all steel or metal or whatever they are. It doesn't make them fireproof necessarily. They have to be fireproof. Okay. Uh, Al in Brookside. Al, good afternoon. Hello. Hi. Well, there is still a little use for the safe deposit box. Uh for example, the deed actually goes to the homeowner and he keeps it. Uh, stock certificates in a privately held company, a lot of people don't have stock certificates anymore. Uh, your DD-214, I know of a situation where the record center down at St. Louis burnt, and a lot of people couldn't find their DD-214 at home. It wasn't down at St. Uh, Louis. Uh, by, by the way, Al, Al for those who don't know, DD-214 are your military records. No idea. Okay. Yeah, and they had a terrible time getting some of their uh, veterans' benefits. Uh, also, I know somebody in the bank consulting business, and he says that in certain neighborhoods where there are a lot of Asian or Asian-descended people, 
they build a lot more safe deposit boxes when they put up a bank because the Asians are fearful of banks in the sense of putting your money in a bank account, but so they want to put the cash in the box. So there is there are still some people that do it. By the way, uh, your will, trusts, that kind of thing, uh, often go in a box like that. But, but all of those things that you mentioned, with respect, Al, are all saved, computerized right. here, somewhere else. Here are some of the weirder things that people have dumped into safe deposit boxes. Ready? A Honus Wagner baseball card that later sold for $220,000. You've seen that one. An before. Abraham Lincoln campaign button, purple hmm. heart medals, hmm. a supposedly forged Van Gogh painting, an NFL ticket from the 1950s, sets of false teeth, and Albert Einstein's eyeballs once owned by the physicist's eye doctor. Why, why, why would you? Why would you? Put I don't those? know, Scott. Okay, I'm just reading. Okay, I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, great point from the text line. The box itself is not fireproof. The gigantic vault that it sits in is. I mean, there would have to be a benefit, right? Otherwise, what are you paying every month? By the way, we I don't think we've still gotten an answer on what does it cost per month for a safe deposit box. Uh, I got it right here. Okay, uh, it can be up to six hundred dollars a year. So 50 bucks a month. And I want to know what happens when the people die and they just don't ever come back and get, can you auction it off? Like we need like a storage wars for safe deposit. Yes, yes, I want in. What's in the box? What's in the box? Telephone number is (laughs) 913-586-7798-586-7798. Dana Wright, Scott Parks, Sam Stevie III here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get back to your calls here in just a second. Yesterday was President's Day. Did not know this. CBS News. Abraham Lincoln. Pardon President Biden's great-great-grandfather after a late-night Civil War-era brawl, according to documents 
recently uncovered. I believe they call that a duel. The court martial records in the U.S. National Archives reported by the Washington Post on Monday detailed the trial of Moses Robinette after a fight with fellow Union Army civilian employee John Alexander on March 21st, 1864. The two men scuffled, and Robinette, mm-hmm. Joe Biden's great-great-grandfather, drew his pocket knife. <laughs> leaving Alexander with several cuts before others intervened. I will whittle you. The 42-year-old, <laughs> who had been hired by the Army as a veterinary surgeon, insisted that Alexander possibly might have injured me seriously had I not resorted to the means that I did. Abraham Lincoln pardoned him. All right, back to safe deposit box weird things. Brian in Overland Park. Hello, Brian. I'm obsessed, Brian. Tell me Hello. what's the weirdest thing you ever found in one of those things. <laughs> well, a couple things first to answer some of your questions you had. Um, Back when banks were really doing this, the small safe deposit box where you would just put your papers were usually about 50 or 60 bucks a year. The big one where you could put like a duffel bag in it, then you're talking hundreds of dollars. By duffel bag, do you mean body? Right. uh, No, like maybe just the head and half the torso. (laughs) Not that I've thought about this before. Well Well, played. Well played, Brian. Well played. (laughs) I don't Um, under, like, I don't, just tell us all the things. Why are people still doing this? And what? Why? Because because some people don't have safes because some people think that there's stuff they have to put in there that they don't have to put in there. But the banks don't want to do it. They never wanted to do it. It's There's liability involved if something happens, and we don't know what's inside there, and someone can claim anything. So it's just all around bad for the banks, and, and so they're getting out of the business. Yeah. Um, uh, did you mention uh, an eye, a glass eyeball found in one? Yes. Uh, w- no, those were, uh, were Albert Einstein's eyeballs. Eyeballs, but yes. Okay. Because we, I, I worked at a bank in Boston, and we found an eyeball in one there. Um, and what happens? Uh, that was another thing you said. What happens when you die? What happens with safe deposit boxes? Whether somebody dies or they just quit paying for it, eventually the bank is going to have maybe a dozen of them that need to be taken care of, and that's when you wait and you have to call in this company, and they come in and they drill it out and have to be all sorts of witnesses. Right. It's very, it's very expensive, and so you don't do it for one. You do it for when you've got you know, 10 or 12 of them to do. I see. And that's when you find the crazy stuff. Like what? Give us another example. i got to know. Okay. So I'm working at a bank in Phoenix, and years prior, this woman and her daughter disappeared, and nothing was really done about it. And the, you know, it was an outrage. People were like, why haven't they looked for them? Well, their safe deposit box came up on the list as ones that hadn't been paid. We opened it up. Inside it was a stack of cash, two fake passports, and directions to the airport on back roads. Uh Aha! Yeah. Really? And so the theory was like witness protection or something like that. So what do you do with all the cash? Yeah, what do you do with it? Well, so then everything's got to be recorded. It's got to be logged. And then the bank has to keep it for you know, like seven years or whatever the heck yeah. it is in case someone wants to come claim it. Well, like the states, have, the states have unclaimed property vaults. Right, and then it reverts to the state after that period of time. So do you, do you have to actively try to track them down, or do you just sit on it and wait? You know what, that I don't know, and I'm not sure how much effort you would put into that on somebody who hadn't paid for their safe deposit box for five years. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you, just, you just drill it open. And you drill it open because you don't have that second key? Exactly. You don't have the second key. And so that's why you got, you got to have, uh, it's one of the companies that does like armored vehicles. You know, and you don't, like you don't have a master second key to break no. into it so you don't have to drill into it? No. Huh. Hmm. If you had and to so put a percentage, there, have to pay for it. if you had to put a percentage, let's say you have a hundred safe deposit boxes in that room, a percentage where there are nefarious things going on in that box, what percentage would you say? 
Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say probably 20%. Whoa! I knew it! That's way higher than I expected. Not me. And, and that goes back to why it's a liability for the bank. Not only could somebody say, well, I had a million dollars in there, or I had grandma's giant diamond ring in there, there could be something terrible in there, and then the bank is, you know. Like fingers. Do, do you not log any of that stuff down for liability purposes? You can't. No. It's secret. No, no, you can't. So they go in there privately with the duffel bag with that guy's head in it, and uh-huh. they just put it into the box and Correct. push it in, and you have no idea what's going on. Correct. Yeah. Does this sound like the kind of business you'd want to run out of your house? No! <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Brian, for the call. I'm fascinated. Uh, Lacey in Kansas City. Lacey, good afternoon. Hi. Hi, Scott and Dana. I, I was going to just reiterate some of the things that your previous caller just said. Um, I've worked in banks, and we've had some very strange things going on. <laughs> as far as, like, con content i mean in the contract when you sign it it tells you things that you should not or are not allowed to put in like firearms you know ammunition (laughs) fingers you know body parts toes decomposing things um but we we have to do the same thing that he was talking about is drill the boxes generally you get two keys issued to the box holder and then you have the one master key that opens the other side now wait a minute and so even what if the person who owns the safe deposit box loses their key? If they're the only ones that have it, do you then have to drill in it? Yes. And so, like, to his point, you said you wait to have, like, 10 or so boxes to drill. Yeah. If a if a, a box holder says, I've lost my key, I need to get in that, you need to drill it, we have to get a locksmith come in to come and drill it. Oh, and they pay the full fee. Yeah. It's like a $100 drill fee to get it drilled. Hmm. And then now, do you give them I, a new key after even, that? Well, it gets a whole new lock. So, yes, you I get a see. new drill. You okay. get a new set of keys. Okay. Um, and I will say, as far as, like, po- past due, you provide notices that you're co- it's coming due, uh, it's due, it's past due, now it's six months past due. So you give them every opportunity to let them know that their box is past due and they need to pay that to be able to access it. And at that point, when we say, okay, they're – they're past due, um, and we have to drill it. Same thing. We empty the contents under dual control. More than one person yep. um, has to log it all. So we found hair. Oh, teeth. gross! Like, teeth. like not a bunch of hair, but like just random hair. I'm like, I don't. It's not curly. It's just weird. I don't yeah. know. But um, then you get teeth, like just loose teeth. Gross! I'm like, I don't know like, if like these kids? are like baby teeth. Or, or some trophies. of them look larger. Yeah, like I knocked it. I like knocked this guy's teeth out. Um, I used so. And when the uh, Kelly was talking about letting people in and out of the box, it really depends on the bank um, because a lot of times you also have documentation in the vault that's the bank. So sometimes you take them out of the vault and they can't get back in without them letting you letting them in. Okay, Lacey, um, wait. Last generally, question. What if? Someone dies and they do not have a spouse. Okay, so it's the last surviving spouse dies. Does the safe deposit box and the contents automatically go to the heirs or the children, or does it just die with the owner? It would have to go to probate. Yeah. And you, um, even if you are a spouse, if you're not listed on the box as a holder, you still can't get in. Wow. There's no ownership. Just like if you have an account and Chris has an account. Yeah. Because you can't you can't manage your money, and so he, he says, nope, Dana's not going to be on my account. Yep. If he dies, unless you're listed as a beneficiary on that account, yeah, 
you're not going to get into it either. Wow. But I will say I had one more question. I used to work for a bank downtown and we had the really large, you know, head and torso boxes. And I asked the gentleman, I said, would you, would you like me to carry that to the room for you? You know, because he was older. We have a lot of older people and I don't think we have as much nefarious stuff going on as the other gentleman, but I don't know. But he goes, no, he goes, it's full of gold bars. You cannot lift it. And oh. I just helped lift the edge. And I'm like, yeah, that is full of gold bars. It was super heavy. Um, huh. But generally, you're not, you are not allowed to know what's in there. There's no insurance. It's not like FDIC insured, like your account, your account balances. Right. There is no insurance if, you, if there's a, a loss. Um, but it, it's really fascinating. But it's mostly older people that have those boxes. Yeah. Um, not a lot of young people do that anymore. Um, to, to your point, Scott, about everything electronic. Yeah. So there you go. Lacey, That's- thank you for the call. Fascinating. I don't know how we talk about thank- the things. We- I don't even remember why we're talking about this. I don't either. Uh, oh, the woman from Fox 4. Who oh, yeah. Who lost find, her box. Who, who couldn't find Fascinating. I, I need to, when I get home tonight, I'm going to call my mom. I need to know. Do you have a safe deposit? But my it- dad does and took me in when I was in Biloxi last time. He made me go in. It was very serious. I had to bring my passport. I had to bring my driver's license. I had to tell them why I had 20 different names. And then I had to sign this thing that said if they both go down in a plane crash, that I can get into their box. What's in it? Gold coins. And I'm like, that's it? I thought you were going to tell me, like, hello, something incredible. Like, not that gold like coins the answer is nothing. Where is D.B. Cooper? Right. Like, where did D.B. Cooper go? Yeah. And he's like, it's just some gold coins. And I think, like, a baseball card. And I went, well, that's we worth just a lot did of, oh, no, no. All, that's worth, it was, I don't even know what it was. But that's worth a lot of money. I just said, we went through all of that for a couple of gold coins. And he's like, well, gold yeah. Gold is very expensive. Okay. This is my favorite story of the day next to the um, torso in the box. Uh, they have studied this after Super Bowl 58. All of you on the east side of state line. Okay. Get ready to laugh. That would be the Missouri side. Yes. 431,000 Missourians. Mostly right along state line, by the way. 431,000 Missourians were barred from wagering on Super Bowl 58. Why? (laughs) Because you can't, you can't sports bet. You can go over to Kansas. Well, they tried and they were geofenced out. Winning for Missouri Education is backing a ballot initiative that would legalize sports betting in the show me state. And here's why. They studied this. 431,000 people tried and were barred betting online just for the Super Bowl. The group also speculates that tens of thousands of Missourians drove across state lines to place bets legally. It marks the second year in a row that Missouri's lone NFL team went to the Super Bowl and Missouri-based fans couldn't legally bet on the game. They've got to fix this. They have got to fix (laughs) this. But what does it say to you that 431,000 people tried full well knowing you can't do it? But they try. They either got close enough to state line to try and were blocked, or just tried and thought, "I'm just going to try it," and were blocked. You know where they should have gone? Western Shore. <laughs> you know why? Or Leewood Prairie Village, Overland Park, anywhere that rides state line. Yeah, but I mean, if you got to get past Westwood, that, that, that geofencing. No, it's about so you know where you can get yards. past that geofencing. Western, Western Shawnee. Shawnee. Hey, we, we do have an update to something that we started the show with today. If you missed it, Gene Peters Baker, the Jackson County prosecutor, came out today and 
we, we already knew that two juveniles were in custody from the shooting a week ago tomorrow. And we learned today that two adults are also in custody and have now been charged with uh, second-degree murder, they being Dominic Miller of Kansas City and Lindell Mays of Raytown. I just saw this story cross at ABC News. Uh, Mays told police he was one of the two shooters, the one who drew his gun first, but whose gun is not believed to have killed Lisa Lopez. Doesn't matter in the eyes of the law, but yes. That's correct. Uh, But according to this story from ABC News, Mays told police, quote, that he drew a gun first in a crowd of people with kids, picked one of the individuals in the group that he was arguing with at random and started shooting. All because they said, quote, I'm going to get you. He interpreted that as I'm going to kill you, according to the probable cause statement. Mays said he fired two shots and said other people started shooting after he did. Miller, the other other alleged shooter who was charged today, said after he heard gunshots and saw a man shooting at him, he returned fire, according to the probable cause statement. Miller said he estimated he fired four to five shots, according to the court documents. When police asked Mays why he advanced on the other group in the first place, Mays replied, stupid, man, just pulled a gun out and started shooting. I shouldn't have done that. Just being being stupid. God, what an idiot. When reminded that the person Lindell Mays was shooting at was running away from him, Lindell Mays reportedly replied to police, I know. Right. They're both in the hospital under arrest under a million dollar bond. Please go to KMBZ.com. Help all 23 radio stations in our town. All We've all banded 23 together. radio stations have banded together. It doesn't matter what company we work for. If you are on the radio in Kansas City, every single station is banded together to help raise money for the GoFundMe page um, for the victim, Lisa, the 43-year-old mother of two who lost her life because a couple of idiots started shooting at a parade, and they were not the only ones. If you're wondering what happened to the teenager idiots that started shooting, we're awaiting a certification hearing for those two. Mm -hmm. So, so far, so we're clear, four people are charged. Two adults, two teenagers. Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters-Baker, go back and listen to this at 2 o'clock. It's on podcast. It was a great hour. Said, number one, there will be more charges, and there are more suspects. Uh, She also made it very apparent that they did not have any previous contact with these two suspects in Jackson County. Uh, We have since learned that while they haven't had any altercations with police in Jackson County, uh, they have had run-ins with the law in other counties. Did did you say we were learning their ages, too? Uh, We do know their ages, 19-ish and 23-ish. We know that one was born in... Stand by... It's, it's essentially 19-ish and 23-ish. Yeah. They didn't have the exact date, so they went with that. 2005 and 2001 uh, were their birth years. Miller, okay, so 2005, that would, that would, May's yeah, 2001. Yeah, that's right. 23 and, and 19 or 18. Yep. KMBZ.com, please, uh, to donate to the uh, safe, secured, official location to do so to help out Lisa's family. Story here from the UK Guardian. A man who thought, thought... He had won a $340 million Powerball jackpot is suing the lottery. After the game's administrator said their website only showed his numbers as the winning combination by mistake. 
<clears throat> Washington, D.C. resident John Cheeks purchased a Powerball ticket at some sort of a gas station or something uh, on the January 6th of 2023. Although Cheeks did not see the Powerball drawing the following day, he saw his numbers posted on the D.C. Lottery's website two days later. The digits on his ticket were a combination of family birthdays and other numbers of personal significance. He said, I got excited, but I didn't shout. I didn't scream. I just politely called a friend. But then things for Cheek took a turn for the worse when he went to the Office of Lottery and Gaming to redeem his ticket. Court documents allege that administrators denied his jackpot claim, saying a letter to him, Petitioner's prize claim was denied because the ticket did not validate as a winner. Meaning, wait a minute, meaning someone who imported the numbers on the website got one of them wrong. That's correct. Oh, my. He's, he says, like, here's he's, your $2 you won. He says, you still owe me $300 million. I'm pretty sure if you read the fine print, all of that is null, we gotta, if it's a mistake. We got to run bonus hours next. Don't forget to check out the podcast at KMBZ.com. On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie III, my good friend and co-host Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. And God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. And be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 